Hey guys, what's up? I just thought I'd do a quick podcast uh, answering a couple of questions that I've been getting from uh, people specifically asking about the Cairo to Cape Town trip and the biggest thing uh, that was asked was what was my five biggest challenges cycling across Africa? Uh, Hopefully this can help people that are planning the trip to cycle across Africa or planning the another sort of adventure whether it's cycling or on a motorbike or any of those things obviously it will uh, differ slightly but um, yeah let's kick it off with the five biggest challenges uh, cycling across Africa at number one would definitely say food so number one food I found it quite difficult at times to plan my nutrition and make sure that I could get enough food from certain places places where I stopped so looking ahead at maps and making sure that you can get food in certain places was crucial. Uh, there were places in Sudan where you cycle into a village and you can see that village on a map. And when you get there, there's absolutely nothing there. So in terms of finding food, uh, that was that was quite a problem. So I, I would um, struggle to get food in places like that. So in terms of planning, I would definitely say have a backup of food. So vacuum packed peanut butter, um, biltong, which is dried meat. You can have protein powders, also vacuum-packed. Uh, things like that really helped me get going. So, for example, if I would stop in a town and I wouldn't have any food, that I did have some peanut butter or a whey protein that I could mix with some water um, or some nuts, anything like that, vacuum-packed in your bags as like an emergency uh yeah, source of food. I do think, however, that you can find food in most places and you should keep that food as an emergency backup, so only if you need it. Number two, which surprised me quite a bit, I did plan for it, but I didn't think I would use my uh, resources that early, is infections. So number two was the infections I picked up. I took painkillers with me and I took a general antibiotic as well, which I'm very grateful for. I picked up a cycling saw early in my journey uh, in Egypt after about 300 kilometers cycling and uh, it grew and it got much worse. So I actually had to use those antibiotics and find other places to get painkillers. Luckily, I uh, made friends with a doctor, well, a dentist rather, in Egypt. And he helped me get prescription for pain pills and things like that. So medication in a strange country can get a bit tricky. And I would say if you can take extra medication with you and be prepared to yeah, look for ways to get that. I didn't go into any pharmacies in other countries, but I could imagine it could be quite difficult to try and communicate what you are trying to get. Number three is definitely people. People were the most dangerous thing that I came across on my journey, whether it was crowds of people uh, just looking to like harass you or steal something off your bicycle, distract you, just cause trouble, um, or it was security guards with guns and yeah, just teenagers with pangas. I'm not going to get into it. You can listen to the full Cairo to Cape Town story if you, if you want to hear more about that. But people are definitely the most dangerous things on your journey. So you need to be able to read situations well, uh, if possible. 
find somebody friendly pretty early in a town that you stop at to show you the ropes and you got to learn how to be a, a good judge of character pretty quickly avoid crowds avoid avoid dangerous situations avoid bars and places where people have been drinking generally crowds are places that um, yeah things can get pretty ugly pretty quickly the fourth one was electricity so in places like Kenya, in the rural parts of Kenya and Sudan, I didn't have a possibility to use a power outlet to charge all my things that I would need, for example, like GPS and uh, cell phones, things like that. So you need to be prepared to either take a solar charging device with you. I have found in the past that sometimes these are very reliable and dependent on weather. In places like Kenya and Sudan, it is very possible because there's a lot of sunlight throughout the day but it can get pretty pretty difficult to to find places to to charge your your things that you need so i would say in terms of advice for that find a solar charger or be dependent on a map so that if your if your solar devices do fail or you do run out of battery that you can be dependent on a map for example and directions and compass Try to be as rural as possible and try find your way that way. Uh, the final one, number five, was definitely bicycle mechanics. You need to make sure you take enough spares with you. Think about everything. Think about hanger bracket. Think about bicycle chain. Uh, think about gear cables. Think about pretty much everything. doesn't need to be a lot, but take enough things to replace or take tools that you can actually repair the things. Uh, a chain breaker and a power link for repairing a chain was something that helped me a lot of times. Uh, yeah, these are these are crucial, crucial skills that you would have to not necessarily master, but be able to to do if you want to. Yeah, make it on a bicycle. Changing tires, changing tubes, things like that is a basic, and definitely be able to do that. And just give it a basic understanding of how a bicycle works and if something breaks, how you can quickly repair it and nurse it into the next town where you can find a mechanic. So those were my five biggest challenges on the trip. So for all of you that asked, there you have it. If you guys have any other questions about any of the podcasts that I've done, the adventures, uh, there was one that I did on Kilimanjaro, for example, that a lot of people or sent me emails you know asking questions about that specific trip and how to go around doing it if you do have questions please pop me an email email is just my name and surname Keegan Longera at yahoo.com and I'll be glad to answer some questions and on podcasts to come um, but yeah you can head over to Instagram or Facebook and drop those questions there as well